Good morning and hello everybody. You're listening to Students Union Weekly on CJSW 90.9 FM. My name is Michael Hendy. I'm the VP Operations and Finance here at the University of Calgary Students Union. And uh, today is a very special episode because we're joined by a guest to the show. Um, Mr. Guest, would you please like to introduce yourself? Yes, I would absolutely love to. My name is Chayton Jessel, um, and I'm one of the Faculty of Science representatives, again, on the Students' Union this year. Wow. One of, the, one of the Faculty of Science representatives right here on Students' Union Weekly. Have we got a treat for you, <laughs> the people listening at home? Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to be here, so happy to be here. Um, Michael here woke me up very, very early today. I had to wake up at 8.30 a.m. to get here. Um, you know, yeah. as a student, you know, that's that's very, very, very early. And, and uh, uh, you know, the fun, the fun thing that people don't know about Chayton is he had to run to school. <laughs> he wasn't even able to drive or take the bus. No, like today in particular. <laughs> no, I sprinted all the way from Chesterman into Calgary. All the way, you know. All the way. It just... It was <laughs> It's a very long sprint down 16th Avenue. You know, it's casual at this point. Do it every day. You know, <laughs> it's it, it's the next level of sort of aerobics. You know that you're working on the uh, just cross city sprint every morning. <laughs> exactly, it's the future of exercise. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The future of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's Chayton. Uh we'll tune in next week and we'll <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> oh, so the the song that we just heard there uh is called Happy As Can Be by the band Cut Off Your Hands off of their album You and I. Now uh Chayton, you might not know this, uh but there's a bit of a tradition on this show hmm. uh where every episode to the best of my ability I try to play a song off of the soundtrack to the hit 2009 soccer simulation game FIFA 10. And this song was indeed from the soundtrack to Michael, FIFA 10. So, like, are you okay? Um, Chayton, you're on my show, okay? So I'm asking the questions. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I'll get back in line. I'll get back in line. I, I'm, I'm not okay. All right. <laughs> I, I need the FIFA 10 soundtrack to feel something. <laughs> Trying to relive the glory days, eh, Michael? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of, of putting in FIFA 10 and just, and just forgetting about the rest of the world. Oh, your escapism. Oh. No more grade eight math homework for me. Oh. I'm playing FIFA 10, baby. <laughs> oh, so so Chayton. <laughs> Faculty of Science representative. What's that been like? You know, you're coming around to the end of your term now. How how was your experience so far? And this is your second term, right? Yeah, it's my second term. I was a Faculty of Science representative last year as well. And dude, genuinely, being an SU representative, it's probably been the most fulfilling thing I've done, you know, throughout my entire university career. Mm. Um, you know, maybe learning was supposed to be the fulfilling part, but no, <laughs> no. You know, I've got to meet so many awesome people. I've got to lead so many great initiatives that, like, have the potential to make a really big difference for people, right? I mean, I found in my own life, like, the only thing that can really properly motivate me is making a difference for other people, doing mm. something kind for other people, you know? Yeah. Making somebody laugh, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like, et cetera, and what have you. And what have you. <laughs> I just want to do something good for the world and for people. And I think yeah. being an SU representative helped me do that. Yeah, that's really great. What What are some of the things you worked on? Get, li, list them off. Oh. Brag a little. 
Oh, Michael, I'll be here all day. <laughs> Go for it. We've we've got all day. We haven't got all day. We've only got one. We've got all day. We've got. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can start off with like one of the really big things that's kind of like. I don't know, kind of consumed my time as an SU representative. And that's working with open education resources. Mm. For those of you guys unfamiliar with what open education resources are, also like abbreviated as OER, um, Mm -hmm. they're free educational resources that professors can use in their classes that kind of replace those expensive traditional textbooks. Um, I don't think I'm I'm saying anything controversial when I say that uh, university has gotten a lot more expensive in the last little while. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it sucked, right? Like there's people out there that have to choose between putting food on the table and, you know, attending their classes, you know, building a future for themselves or, or pursuing a passion. So, um, you know, when you hear things like that, it, it, it does make you a little bit angry. Yeah. Or at least it makes me a little bit angry. Mm-hmm. You, know, that, you know, people aren't getting a fair shot to come to university to get their education. And I, I knew I really wanted to do something big about that. Um, last year, uh, through the quality money program offered by the University of Calgary, um, like the students' union, sorry. <laughs> yeah, wait a second, Chayton. That's uh... <laughs> oh, I'm plugging the wrong people. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes. It, it is technically paid for by our tuition, but it's, it's administered by the students' union. Exactly. Yeah, so administered by the students' union. It... <laughs> I won a few grants related to open education resources that have made a really big difference already, and are set to make like honestly like an unimaginable difference. The kind mm-hmm. of difference that I never imagined that like my work would be able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, The first of those projects was the OER student librarian position, which was funded for this past summer, and it's also going to be funded for this next summer. Essentially, what this did was hire a student librarian position, uh, you know, create student employment that, you know, with the job of like, like that, that student um, worked alongside like the librarians that we currently have. um, And they... They essentially help professors switch from those expensive um, traditional textbooks to free open education resources, you know, absolutely removing textbook costs for students in the classes that this worked for. Mm -hmm. And some very exciting numbers that that I heard uh, last semester. Um, Again, the work that the OER student librarian did this past summer, so summer of 2021, saved students $159,000 in textbook costs just in fall 2021. I got it. Got to give it up. It has to be said. That's like like – Three or four tuitions, like yeah, for a whole degree, yeah, like that, isn't that insane? Like <laughs> yeah, like, no, it, that's really great. Thank you, Ben. This number doesn't <laughs> even feel real to me. It's so exciting, so cool. Yeah, and this was, uh, like you said, done through the uh, the quality money uh, grant, and like I genuinely, I feel like quality money is such an underutilized resource on this campus. Like, I could not agree more. Like, you know. <laughs> It, it's it's literally just a pool of one and a half million dollars. One point eight million dollars. One point eight this year with like flex funds that yeah. might take it up to, you know, two million on any given year. And uh, that it, you, like is just administered by the SU. <laughs> like it's nobody – no one on the university gets to tell us what to do with it. No. Nope. Uh, they just – well, they, they technically have to approve it at the end. But they're not going to like – they're not going to be like, no, we're going <laughs> to – No, you don't get it. Send it all back, you know. <laughs> you know, and so uh, uh, anybody can apply for this and it, it's not a guarantee that you'll get, you know, especially if you're asking for the full one and a half million <laughs> I'll take the whole bunch. Thank you very much. Give it all. You know, it's not a guarantee or anything, but it's like it—it it, it does. You know, it's—it's it's explicitly intended for projects that support the student experience and student life, and like. Mm-hmm. 
more people should get in on it is what I'm saying. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we're going to talk to you more about the things that you've done uh, throughout your two terms. Uh, But first, let's get some more tunes going. Uh, We've got a pretty funky lineup today. Uh, And then at the end of the show, we're going to hear a song that Chayton picked for us. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, You're listening to CJSW 90.9 FM. Keep it locked.
Country, bluegrass, folk, you know, whatever whatever you want to call this genre. We just heard a little bit of it today. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, that was 500 Miles by Haiti West. Uh, as some, as some people are more familiar maybe with like the, uh, the uh, oh God, what are, what are they called? Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the... I, Oh God! Uh, old heads in the uh, listening to me are uh, <laughs> fuming right now. If I, if I got them wrong, you know. But anyway, they they have a version of that song, uh, or you might be familiar with the more contemporary version from the uh, Coen Brothers movie. Uh, you know, it, Inside Lewin Davis. 
with like Justin Timberlake and uh, and all them. <laughs> but uh, this was the original. Haiti West was uh, the she she wrote that song. Uh, it was like part of the folk revival of the of the 1960s, uh, and Haiti West was in there, and she wrote 500 Miles <laughs> as part of it. And uh, the song that we heard just before that was a, a Brazilian funk track called Metropole. Yeah, by by Cesar Camargo Mariano. Again, I'm making everybody just... <laughs> I'm alienating everybody in introducing these songs. <laughs> there are no winners when Michael talks. Cesar um, Camargo... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so anyway, Chayton, mm-hmm. our valued guest for for today's episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, it is me. That's that's you, Chayton. <laughs> uh, in the last mic break, you were talking a little bit about uh, one of your quality money applications. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder, you know, do you do you have any more the, out there that you'd like to talk about? Oh, Michael, sweet Michael. <laughs> oh, no. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> I do. Um, I actually have another one that was related to open education resources a bit. And this is Two another project. OER ones? Damn. Yes. Dude, I'm a big fan of <laughs> reducing student costs. <laughs> big fan. Yep. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, so with that quality money project, again, this is something that I worked on last year. And I worked on it like in, in really close collaboration with the Taylor Institute for teaching and learning. And essentially what we're trying to do, um, and essentially what this what this grant is for, is, is to provide like funds for professors um, to create open education resources here at the U of C. Um, essentially like what that would entail is hiring students to like do the research, um, you know, organizing the, like, like the creation of the materials, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it, it's really good for, again, creating student jobs. Um, and, and, and it's basically just a grant program that will help create open education resources that can be implemented into classes, again, reducing the need for those expensive traditional textbooks and allowing for, again, you know, students to maybe breathe a little bit easier mm-hmm. in terms of how much their school, schooling would cost. Yeah. So last year for this project, we won 50, or 500, sorry, $500,000 for that project. You know, Chayton, you always just go in and you're like, "Can I have a double-digit percentage of the <laughs> of the <laughs> of the quality money fund?" <laughs> you you just go in there. You're like, "Yeah, I, I've got this little idea." The I was just thinking, like, maybe half a million dollars. Like, maybe <laughs> maybe we can make that work. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And and the so, real- did it work? Did you get did you get half a million dollars? You already know, Michael. We got half a million dollars. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> let's go. But see, that's not even like the crazy part of this project those five hundred thousand dollars what they're going to do is fund at least at least 50 open education resource projects mm-hmm. over the next like five six seven years and um, there is some kind of leeway in, in the extensions that, that are given there um, in terms of when these will be completed but the really 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 incredible part of this is that like current estimates again by the taylor institute um, and by the library and cultural resources show that by 2031 the implementation of these 50 open education resources are going to save students over ten million dollars. You're, you're going to come here and say you saved students a hundred thousand dollars, and you're going to get me all excited, mm-hmm. and then you're going to follow that up with, <laughs> and we saved an extra. Oh, we just sort of sprinkled on an extra 
Ten million dollars? Ten million dollars. <laughs> Damn, bro. I don't even know if I've I, I don't I don't think I've saved maybe ten dollars for myself the this entire time I've been in the SU. <laughs> I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to get a hold of my own spending, and now we're... And now you're faced with me. You know? <laughs> the giga chat of savings. Uh, uh. <laughs> that is a horrible sentence that I'm sorry that I pronounced out loud. It's okay. Most of your sentences are like that, Michael. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I joke, I joke. It's all love. It's all love. Thank you, thank you. Of course, it's all love. Oh man, yeah, no, that's uh, I, I love the dedication you have to open educational resources. I think in in general, like, I how to put this, like, education should be free, right? Like, can we just say, it should, it ideally, like in an ideal world, we wouldn't be paying a dime. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know, it's something that I've always been told by, like, my, my, my dad, my grandfather, that, you know, education is the one thing that, like, people, you know, you know, people could take your home or they could take your car keys or whatever, you know? whatever. But they can't take what you learn, right? So mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with the fact that education needs to be as accessible as possible for as many people as possible. Fundamentally, that's mm-hmm. not something that I guess I'm morally willing to waver on. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a big. Uh, uh, I I can tell we both have immigrant dads, Chayton, because <laughs> that's very much the same kind of <laughs> tune that I would hear from my dad. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah no, it, it and any any type of education, you know, whether it's a technical uh, education in 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 a trade or whether it's a, a more. Uh, critical edu- education, you know, through, you know, arts at U of C or whatever, <laughs> like that's uh, uh, all of those people are contributing differently to society somehow. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't make sense to me that we have, you know, a government and we have the people who vote for this government that are just like, it, they're, they're so gung-ho about this assault on, <laughs> on post-secondary education. I do not get it, you know. And so I guess all this is a long-winded way to say good work. Good work, Jake. <laughs> oh, thank you, Michael. You, you done good. You, you did good. <laughs> did I make you proud, Michael? You made me proud. Aww. You made me in particular, very proud. <laughs> oh man, we've got a bit more time in this mic break. Do you have like uh, an, any other? What, what are your other QM applications? Any that aren't OER related? Oh yes. Oh Michael. Oh, oh Michael, you don't even know the half of it. This is the QM master right here. Exactly the QM <laughs> master. <laughs> Mm-hmm. One of the really, really exciting projects that I worked on this year, um, and this is, again, it's kind of away from the whole concept of open education resources, um, but it's co- like the project was titled The Pre-Pathways to Education for in- uh, Indigenous Students Here in Southern Alberta. Um, it's shortened to PISA, or I guess if you take the first letter. Um, but yeah, this Pre-Pathways project was something that kind of I, I came up with, um, again, with the help of other people, always, as with all these projects, I will never take sole responsibility for any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a conversation that I kind of overheard um, by by some of like the higher um, by by one of like the indigenous elders at our university. And what he mentioned was that you know one of the biggest problems for indigenous students who are trying to enter into the University of Calgary and trying to you know get their education is the fact that certain classes aren't actually offered in remote communities. Things like, for example, like chemistry thirty one. Uh, math 30-1, mm. um, physics 30-1, things that I can personally speak to 
as being absolutely mandatory for entering into science um, programs at the UFC um, or engineering and things of that sort, right? So like one of the biggest barriers, and, and this is like a systematic barrier preventing Indigenous people from coming to our school, mm-hmm. is the fact they're not even able to get the classes that they need to apply. Mm. Again, when I heard this, I also got a little bit upset. A little bit upset. A little yeah. bit upset. <laughs> but with this idea, and like knowing that this was such a big problem, I actually went to um, continuing education here at the University of Calgary, and I met with this wonderful woman named Asia. She is absolutely incredible and was such a help all throughout this process. Yeah. Shout out, Asia. Hell yes! Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Asia. <laughs> but yeah, with her, we worked really, really closely with her and also with um, the Writing Symbols Lodge here at the UFC to come up with this pre-pathways to education pro- uh, program or project. Essentially, what this project will do is it will uh, it will create a pathway for Indigenous students to enroll at the University of Calgary in upgrading classes for like the requirements that they don't meet, things like Bio 30-1, Chem 30-1 while simultaneously enrolling in the university-level classes that they are eligible for. Essentially, Mm -hmm. they can upgrade up to, like, what they need before getting into their university degrees and also take some of their university degree requirement classes. Hmm. I love that. Do you think... When do you think we're going to see results from this? Like, when do we get those numbers? When when can we look back and be like, hey, here's what this project did, you know? Yeah, well... Michael, that was only one-third of the project. That was only a third of the (laughs) project. Yeah. Another aspect of this project, again, you really want to create a holistic environment of support around any sort of initiative you lead. Because, you know, that's the only way it can be continued properly and it can go forward um, properly, right? So another big aspect of this project was actually kind of help, you know, kickstart this and kind of help kickstart, you know, more Indigenous engagement and more Indigenous enrollment at our university. And what this project will also help do is fund 160, 160 Indigenous students to hmm. come into this program, to enter into this program for next school year. Damn. It'll cover the tuition. They'll be able to come in. They'll be able to, you know, engage with our campus. That's you know, really Bring good. whatever light they have to our school. Yeah. It's incredible, right? That is incredible. <sighs> how, how many Indigenous students are there right now? Do you, do you know this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I seem to remember hearing... A, a statistic one time, but I, f- I completely forget. Oh, you you hear so many numbers when you're yeah. when you're in the operations and finance role. You know, oh. you, they all just <laughs> they all just sort of blend into one big number. <laughs> uh, three million, yeah, that's the that's the number uh, that everything just sort of blends into. Yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, that's really great. Like 160, that's. Whatever the old number was, that's going to add significantly to it. Yeah, right. Like 160 human beings get the chance to pursue education, get to come into the degrees that they want to do, get to pursue whatever dreams they have. And I don't Mm -hmm. know, just thinking about that, like, I don't know, it's kind of emotional, right? Like that's those are human beings. Mm -hmm. And for those 160 individuals, like what this program is also funding is the creation of a dedicated indigenous um, advisor with continuing education Mm. and within like this within continuing education to kind of aid these students all throughout the rest of their degrees, (coughs) um, which is super exciting. Mm -hmm. Again, this program hasn't been uh, like no announcements have been made for like QM funding or or anything of that sort as of yet, to Mm. the best of my knowledge. Um, But we definitely did apply for uh, (sighs) $670,000. So um, we'll see how this goes. Um, I'm hopeful, fingers crossed. Um, and I think this project can make a really, really big difference, right? You mm-hmm. know, the kind of, I don't know, it's, it's like community shaping difference. 160 people 
right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. God. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it's not uh, part of what I do to administer the the money, but hey, I hope you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I hope that it you know that the relationship is fruitful. I hope that it works out. I hope it. I, I hope the project itself is successful. I mean, I'd love to see. Uh, I'd love to see where this goes. Absolutely. Me too, man. I think this can make such a big difference, right? You know, I, I often, I often think about these uh, institutional barriers faced by indigenous students, man, and it's like, it's so, it's so whack that, that they just like, like just on a basic human level, like they lived here, and then <laughs> other people just came in and said, like, how about no? <laughs> Yeah, how about no? How how about we live here instead, actually? Yeah. Now we make you suffer. <laughs> you know, and they just put their own rules over everything, and it's like, uh, just, yeah, I don't know. It, it always breaks my heart to think about it, but, uh, you know, it does, the, the silver lining is that at least people like you are still thinking about it and incorporating the feedback from indigenous elders and uh, indigenous, uh, like actual indigenous voices and not just like taking this on yourself, you know, as like the, you know, you're the guy who's going <laughs> to... Yeah, no, again, <laughs> I mentioned it before, but like, again, this project would not have happened without so many different people at the Writing Symbols Lodge. Um, at, like, again, like I... I I, I'm on here promoting these projects, but I cannot take full credit for them whatsoever, and I, I never want to. Um, every single one of these projects was so collaborative, and it was so it was such an enriching experience to hear all the diverse voices that that I did um, when working. So um, mm-hmm. it was just an awesome time. Absolutely. Well, that, uh, I I don't even know how I'm going to follow that up. That's uh, <laughs> a couple of really great uh, quality money applications. Uh, if you guys uh, listening. Uh, are also interested in figuring out what that's all about, what quality money is all about. Uh, you can you can go on the SU website. Uh, it'll be on there somewhere. The, uh, <laughs> the SU website is a little tricky to navigate, but you'll find it. You'll be able to find <laughs> where, it you. where quality money is. Uh, this whole episode is slowly turning into an ad for quality money, and I am here for it. <laughs> Me too, honestly. Me too. Oh, man. Uh, let's get a couple more songs in. Uh, before we go to maybe our final mic break? I don't know. Hmm. We'll see how much you have to say. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, keep it locked. You're listening to Students' Union Weekly on CJSW 90.9 FM.
couple of very spicy ones there very funky uh the first one we heard was love proceeding by uh bad bad not good uh, a canadian band um i think it's fair to classify them as a jazz band i don't know if you're familiar with bad bad not good but uh the reason i played this song is because the last time we tried to play this song uh was in the uh the uh fundraiser episode uh, where we were having technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and uh, I don't think we actually heard this song. I think, like, a song was played. I don't think it was this song. <laughs> anyway, that that was a wild episode. I it was We were just running back and forth. <laughs> we had Adam in the booth with us just, like, tinkering with the, with the board here. Like, that was... Uh, that was wild. That was that was a wild episode. You you should have been there. <laughs> um, and the one that we just heard was "Hang Up Your Hangups" by Herbie Hancock, off of the album "Manchild." Hmm. 
very relatable to me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sitting in the booth with you, I've learned so much. <laughs> You've learned so much about me being a little man child, a little man baby. <laughs> a little baby boy. <laughs> oh, man. So speaking of being a little baby, you're in the science faculty, right? No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Come on, Michael. Speaking of being a little baby who isn't good at that. that. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Oh, nothing but love. Nothing but yeah, love. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. <laughs> So you're a, you're a, you're a student in the science faculty, uh, you know, and you chose to take on this extra duty and represent them uh, on the SU. But what I want to know is, what's it like to be a student in the science faculty right now? You know? Yeah. Well, I guess I can start by saying I, I'm a, I'm a neuroscience student. I'm in my fourth year, so mm. so I'm finishing I'm finishing it all <laughs> off. You know, uh, I've I've I guess taking all of my experiences into account, I've loved my degree. I loved every second of it. I made so many great friends, uh, mm. whether that through again my program or through like labs, like with, with my lab partners and everything, like everything like that. You know, I've made so many great friends. I've got to take so many cool classes. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't know if freaking systems and cellular neuroscience sounds exciting to you, but <laughs> it's certainly exciting to me. <laughs> it, it sounds like the opposite of exciting to me, but I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, big neuroethics fan right here. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, catch my my blog uh, today in neuroethics. Oh uh, yeah. This is this is no longer an SU you know radio show. This is a neuroethics radio show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> neuroethics Weekly. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, but that's great. It's so it it sounds like science has always been something generally that interested you. Is that right? Yeah, like, definitely. Like even before like coming into university, I, I knew I was either going to go do like a science degree or maybe like an engineering degree. Mm. Um, one of the two, both kind of fit inside that like STEM area. You know, mm. that's just always what I've like liked in school. I've loved bio. I loved I've loved math and chem and physics, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. you know, I was always leaning towards that direction more. And then my mom was like, "Hey, hey, hey." You should, uh, you should, you should go into the neuro program, and I'm like, okay, sure. So, <laughs> so that was going to be my next question. Actually, I was uh, like, why, why neuroscience? Was it like, was it just because your mom prodded you into it, or was? Uh... Yeah, my mom told me. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that was definitely part of it. Again, like, I don't know, maybe it's just like the, the background I come from, but like, family decision making is a really, really big part of that. Mm. Um, you know, again, everybody's got their own cultural way of making decisions. As, yeah. for a group. Yeah, no, every everyone's got an immigrant mom. They all yeah. know. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, all of our listeners are immigrants <laughs> that's the demographic that we're trying to hit <laughs> i i can't prove that we have a single non-immigrant listener yeah. it's physically impossible for me to yeah, prove, can't prove that <laughs> yeah that oh. was definitely part of it but also like again you know what isn't exciting about the brain you know like it's, it's the most complex human organ we know next to nothing about it uh, take that from somebody who's tried to study it at least for the four years. You know, we we are very, very uh, new at studying the brain. It's only been like 150 or so years. Um, and that's nothing in terms of science. And we know almost nothing. So, um, well, okay, not almost nothing, but we have a mm-hmm. long ways to go. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, it's so many exciting opportunities, so many cool ways to learn, so many new things to learn. And, and you know, I'm just... I'm just happy, man. I'm just vibing. I'm chilling. That's no, that's great. That's really great. <laughs> so, what sort of things exist in like? 
I guess what's the social life like in the science faculty? You know, is there is there much of a social life? What's what's going on? What's the work life balance like? Again, I can I can talk about being a neuroscience student specifically, yeah, sure. more so than like a general science student. And okay, for your point about social or like work life balance, listen, you don't need a work life balance. Work <laughs> is your life. All right? so, let me just get that, that out of the way. I, I can't endorse that message, children. We can't. <laughs> Honestly, neither can I. Be happy, okay? Be happy. <laughs> Every one of our listeners, Chayton, is a is a child and an immigrant, uh, mm. is what you have to know. We have this very specific appeal <laughs> where all of our all of our listeners are <laughs> advertisers are gonna love that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of our listeners are little twelve year old boys uh, who whose parents just came in from <laughs> from wherever from wherever they're from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not even one demographic of immigrant. We have just everybody, just <laughs> everybody, everybody from every country. Oh yeah, just their, just, just but the just the twelve-year-old boys though. They're uh, the ones that are listening to this show. Uh, <laughs> so with that in mind, <laughs> no, but but it, it it sounds like what you're saying is there's a lot of work. Basically, there's yeah. always a lot of work, and, mm-hmm. and it's the same for every single degree, right? Yeah. Like I always hate this idea where people are like, "Oh, your degree is going to be so much harder than mine, or mine is so much harder than yours." Dude, no. Okay, yeah. get that freaking stick out of your behind. Okay, <laughs> listen, everything is going to be hard. Everything's mm-hmm. going to take work. Everything's going to require some sort of dedication on your part. But if you can do that, if you can put in that work, you can spend those times, those those hours, just grinding in your room, you know, trying to get the work done. Um, you're going to come away with something awesome, right? Like you always hear, you know, you get out of a situation what you put into it. And that that couldn't be more true about university and, and, you know, my own opinion about my degree. I've tried really hard to engage with every opportunity that's come across my desk. Have I done that, you know, to the best <laughs> of my ability every single time? No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some practical realities <laughs> in terms of time management. You know, but exactly, yeah. Giving it a shot and, and, and <clears throat> investing yourself, I don't know, I guess investing time into learning about, you know, all sorts of things that the university has to offer, all sorts of things in the Faculty of Science. Um, it's it's so meaningful to me. Like, that's mm. what's made my life um, so great the past four years. Hmm. I love that. I Thank love you. that. I love you, man. I love you, Chayton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So with that, uh, that just about wraps up our time. So, Chayton, I believe you've picked out a song for us uh, to wrap up the show. Yes, I have. And it's one of my probably favorite songs. It's from a Canadian alt-rock band called Ooh. USS. Um, actually, I think they broke up recently. No! I don't know too much about this, which kind of sucks. Um, I've always loved their music, you know. And, and I'm sure this is maybe a song that's a little bit familiar to all of you listening at home if you're you know, familiar with alt-rock or, or anything like that. But it's called Nepal by USS. All right. Well, with that, uh, Please stay tuned. Uh, we got the Good Medicine Show coming up right after this. Uh, you've been listening to Students Union Weekly. Uh, I've been your host, Michael Hendy, and our guest has been... Chayton Jessel, and I'm so, so grateful to have this opportunity to speak with you all. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your lives, everyone. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your lives. See you all next week. <laughs> Trip, trip, trying to get a grip from my brain I rip 
government microchip. Here I am, I don't understand why fusion of illusion equals infinite confusion, but we're all the same blood, built in the same frame, stuck in the same mud, cheating at the same game. We're all the same, yeah, feeling the same pain, stuck in the same curve, rushing through the same vein. When I was higher than the pole, I must have been peaking when you And tweak, shift his shadow sleep Formaldehyde and seek Neuropeptide, systems override Faith is multiplied, quantified Trust angel, mechanic guide We're all the same blood, building the same frame Stuck in the same mud, cheating at the same game We're all the same now, feeling the same pain Stuck in the same curve, rushing through the same vein Socialistic battle, white correct cow, no greed, riding horseback, morals, riding sides. 